Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Nerd Related Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> How you doing, B? Doc, I feel old as shit. I text. I was texting you earlier. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm a big dude. Your body's not meant for this, but I just feel like I have a moving pain, dog. I just wake up, my back hurts. They're like, oh, my back is sore. I got a new bed, so I'm trying to adjust to it. We went from a flimsy one to a firm one, so that's probably why. Then I wake up, my back's okay, and then my hip hurts. And then <laughs> my hip don't hurt no more, my knee hurts. I have, like, I partially tore my MCL or, or my meniscus or some shit. It's just never healed. So it'll start, it'll start hurting today. That shit hurt. And it's just like a revolving door of lower body soreness <laughs> uh, it was tough sitting because i sit down so like obviously I, that contributes i'm not as active so it contributes to my weight in general but like the more i sit like the more hip or below shit feels <laughs> kind of off today was just not the day well you can tell i'm slim fit hey so. look at you over there <laughs> man nah, it's man. tough when freddie looks better than you do Dude, <laughs> but, uh, like, dude, because I just switched jobs, whatever. I don't really talk about my personal stuff too much, guys, but so I just switched jobs and I was doing like more physical, like where I was at. You know what I'm saying? But now I don't, it's only been a couple of days, you know, since I've been at another place, but standing that forklift, I don't know if you, you, first of all, you're like, it's tight on a stand up anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you had to like, you know, you're standing like a fucking, <laughs> you know and then the openings on one side so you you know most of your weights on that foot and then there's a break there that you got to hold down the whole time because if you let it go the whole thing stops so you know so the whole time most of my weights on my left leg you know saying like waking up and i'm like oh damn i got this i mean it's changes because yeah. before you were on the ground like you were moving, yeah. but you're on the ground. Now it's probably a lot of, you know what I'm saying, bouncing yeah, bro, around. Yeah, but then and that the left foot though, like it has to be like you you, you know it in your head, yeah. like you're not thinking about it, but you just have steady pressure on that foot. Yep. For twelve hours, you know, saying like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. I mean, I used to work warehouse jobs too with Josh at the beginning when I first moved back here. Forklift stands up, like those stand up jacks, all that shit. A lot of bouncing around, it's annoying. Hopefully my body, well, obviously our bodies will, like, our bodies are amazing, but it'll get used to it. Like, every, every job I've ever had, like, it's crazy how your body adjusts. Like, you, for a couple of days, you'll be like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> eventually, like, you know what I mean? Our, body, our bodies are amazing that way. Yeah, today, um, Barley, who's done, we used to have a sports podcast, which hopefully one day we can get back to that. But today he was at work talking about he wasn't talking to me, but he sits like really close. And he was like, Have you ever heard of grounding to like just out loud, you know, to his team who sits in my oh, same room? Yeah. I wanted to try it. So then I was like, So he was listening to a podcast about like health because he's on this health kick, like weightlifting and shit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, So grounding is basically not wearing shoes, right? Like connecting with the earth and it's supposed to like, take the negative charge out of your body into the ground. I'm sure it's more technical than that, but that's what I got from his conversation. So his team's kind of like not really paying attention. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. So then I was like, bro, that's probably true because it's probably something we lost because we wear shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like it was probably something that legit happens 
but because our society wears shoes, <laughs> um, it makes makes total sense to me. I didn't really look it up, but without knowing nothing about it, I almost would put my money on the fact that that's probably true. Like if you stand barefoot enough time and like focus on releasing that, it probably does go into the ground. Yeah, I watched a video about that before. Like, so it's like 20, 30 minutes a day, just sandwich your feet in the grass or on dirt or something and just stand, you know, and just chill. I was like, I mean, it's not, you know, we're, we are, we're one with nature. You know, say, hey, like it, it's a real thing, circle of life or whatever it is. We become the earth and when we bury, we bury people in boxes now. So no, but right. you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to, like, we we become fertilizer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, lions are eating rabbits one day, but next day the rabbits going to be eating them because they're fertilizing the grass stuff. We're all one with this universe. Not where we usually intend the podcast to go, but uh, I thought it was interesting. Come on, for sure, man. Sure. It's interesting. I mean, I, Whatever I get it. Like, when I do have my feet... When I have my feet in the sand all day, when you're like on vacation or like if you're out, you feel it feels different. Like it feels it feels different. I don't know how else to describe it other than different, but it's probably why you recharge, right? When you're like on vacation and you go to like a beach or or you're outside hanging out, that's probably where the recharge comes from. Yeah, man. And you feel it at ease, you know what I'm saying? Like one with the universe for a little bit, maybe, you know? I mean, this whole eight-hour, twelve-hour workday is, you know, made-up oh. shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, dude, it's made by <laughs> big people to get rich. Dude, why, why, why is there a weekend? Why is there only two days off? We could work three days a week, and that's that's what it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like this. Doc, this so, um, I heard something wild. So Lee's son, um, graduated middle school. Mm-hmm. But I got to have no kids, so I'm not in this world, and you do. So maybe this, you maybe this isn't new to you, but it was new to me. So I was like, "Oh, so it was a graduation or whatever." And he was like, "Well, they don't call it that no more." I'm like, "What the hell do they call it?" He was like, "They call it a promotion." And I'm like, "Yo," what? I was like, "Well, first off, I mean, we're gonna go real off the wall here for a little bit. Like, schools were designed for you to just get used to that, you know, eight hour. Oh, day oh yeah, for sure. Work. For, for That's sure. why." You don't get homeschooled. That was kind of the system that was put in place. But if we're now going to call graduation promotions now for sure, like you're just getting in like, bro, you know, it's not that, that big that of a celebration. Here, here you got promoted. That ain't happened here yet, but that sounds <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> a promotion. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. But do every, everything kids do gets you ready to um, oh, yeah, for sure. give everybody money. Join in do on down me. To, do down. Down to candy. We had candy cigars, um, uh, beef jerky, chewing tobacco, candy cigarettes, you know what I'm saying? And then Chuck E. Cheese. What does Chuck E. Cheese do? It it, it, it promotes gambling. It turns you into a little goddamn gambler. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just getting you ready. I mean, video games now are doing that, too. getting you ready to make the money. Yeah. We're we're, we're nothing to, like, the bigger – we're all ants or we're – whatever – they want us. That's that's what we are. Everything. School gets you ready to sit in a fucking room for eight hours. Do what you're told. Shut up and listen to one person. It's interesting. Just like your job. You go in the building for eight hours. There's one person who tells you what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like everything in this world is getting you ready. That's definitely why 
why it was created that way. Like no one can say that it wasn't. There's benefits to it, like everything. But if there are really, if we're really trying to get society ready, you would learn different things. And I'm not saying all schools are like that, but like there are schools that learn real world shit. We don't yeah. learn real world shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not learning how to balance your like money and your bank account and like the dangers of credit and credit card, like you're not really getting ready. But I digress. I just thought it was interesting. The word promotion. This was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, y'all. Let us know in the comments if you guys are hearing that or something similar because it's interesting. I don't have children, so whatever. But I take my kid out of school. I always thought it was interesting what that looks like. Homeschooling is I know people that have been homeschooled and they, they say it's just better. You can get through all of it quicker. Like you don't spend as much time on it. You can enjoy, you know. Well, yeah, because a teacher a teacher has 30 to 40 kids. Yeah, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Hey, yo, but who the hell has time to homeschool? Home <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Home that, that too, yeah, yeah. They're too busy being slaves. Listen, bro. The like rent cost. I know you guys typically don't tune into our podcast to listen about real world stuff, but more, you know, the fantastical world of nerdum that we go through. But the rent prices, as you can attest to, are insane, dog. Like, I don't know. I don't know how people are out here living on part time jobs. It's super scary to me thousand dollar car payments fifteen hundred dollar houses in the hood <laughs> like i just i don't I, I have no idea what is going on right now it's well, just what can we do we, we can't do nothing about it it's just crazy it's crazy it's absolutely crazy it, it just keeps going yeah there's no there's we can no make them more money it. you know what i'm saying i i don't know i don't know so yeah i feel like this kind of segues way into the world in silo. So I think we should start with silo today just because we usually leave it for the end. So we're going to start at the beginning here um, because the last episode was absolutely fire. Well, that was uh, the best episode yet. For sure. And and you want want a show to get better as it goes, but we all know that don't happen sometimes. You know what I'm saying? The best episode could be wherever, but this, the best episode was their last episode by, by far. Like every, it was crazy. Every question I had answered is almost been answered now. <laughs> besides one, what question hasn't been answered? Oh, is outside really fucked up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because people just going out there and leaving don't you know they don't tell me shit. Especially now, you know that they could they're watching everything and you know they have they have technology far better than what you thought they had. You know what I'm saying? Because we thought they do. They had like, like you're saying they had old computers like we had like in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Like running Oregon Trail. But then you see that they have this 30 screen system, you know what I'm saying? And they're got cameras everywhere. <laughs> I mean, so. interesting episode. So before this episode, we ended. The one we reviewed when I was at Ray's house was she found a hard drive, right? Um, the lady in the hospital was awake. It was kind of more like a slight discovery episode. We found out Sims was the janitor, you know, went into the janitor room, had access to all the cameras. You and I have debated if Sims is the main guy this whole time. Um, and in this episode, we see he definitely is not the main guy, but he has a lot of pool. Um, so we got that question answered. Like, who is behind? Dude, I did not. What's think, going on and why? 
I did not think that twist was coming. No, it was interesting. It was interesting. I mean, I was, I was it like, makes oh, sense, though. It hey, makes sense. I, when it was coming, I, I knew. But, I mean, the whole time of the episode, I didn't think so. No, but once you've seen him, once you see the mayor and he's like, oh, let's go talk. Right at that point, you're like, oh, yeah, he's about to, he's about to betray yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, he's about to betray her. But hey, hey, dude, that the this this show is um the epitome of um keep your um friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Yeah. Like, dude, like he was playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he said, Well, this lady, you know, obviously she ain't gonna be for none of this. Let me stay as close to her as possible and work the other angle. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole time you think you because I remember after the last episode, the one before this, you're like, no, he seems like a good dude. Like he wants to get the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. He hey. seems like a good dude. <laughs> oh, this guy's good. He He's seems good. like a good dude. <laughs> yeah, man. This this show uh, yeah, man, it's su- super good. Um, I was gonna say, um the guy, I was texting you about it. That kind of <laughs> First of all, do it. Um, I don't know, guys, if you've seen this episode yet. So this, the guy, um, guy? falling for the for, falling for the chick, and I think. Oh she yeah, I don't remember his too. name. I feel like he's kind of in for insignificant, but not yeah, at yeah, the same but, time. Yeah, yeah, because he's been, you know, he's there in bits and pieces, and he was in a big part of this episode. So he he likes the chick, and I think she likes him a little bit too. So a couple episodes ago, he kissed her, and she was like, "Whoa!" You know, he's oh my bad. You know, he thought they were feeling it. So then she goes to him and starts asking him for help. And then he realizes while she was talking to him that the reason why she became a cop is she's doing everything because she's trying to find out what happened to her dead boy. George, yeah. So <laughs> dude was like, George? Dude. So <laughs> with all this dude, <laughs> there's so much shit going on. She's saying she needs this guy's help, like real bad for real. And he's like, oh, Who's George. So yeah, it was your other guy type dude. Like, bro, if you're that type of guy in the world, man, dude, get get help. Get help for real. Like, number one, he's dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> number two, no dude, no, no woman is gonna get attracted by you talking down at another man. You gotta you gotta be yourself and come with it. When he first did that, I was like, what a simp. This guy is a lame. Number one, the guy's dead. And she didn't know you, and they had a relationship. The first thing I would have done was like, "Oh damn, like I'm I'm sorry." You know what I'm saying? Like that should be your for empathy. No, this dude's like, "Oh, you you oh, this is all about another dude. He's dead." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you wimp out. She shows you she she busts that one. She's like, "They've been yeah, watching that was big. camera stuff." He's like, "Oh, well, we gotta go. I gotta get out." I was like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> I hope he's not in another episode. Uh, he's I'm gonna like, be because I think he's gonna help her. I think yeah, he, ultimately he's gonna help her. But yeah, it sucks that they made him simp out first because I mean, those guys are. I think that's good to see because it kind of ties into what we were talking about before we started talking about Silo. I love it how it just plays out that way. I promise we didn't plan this, but so. Everyone in the silo is indoctrinated to that culture. So, like, even if you know, he is a prime example of that. He knows something's off. He sits in the kitchen or in the cafeteria. He maps the stars. You can feel he thinks something's off and he wants to know what's going on outside. So he's kind of a free thinker already. But even him, which is why she reached out to him, right? She's running out of people she can reach out to. She knows she likes her. 
he's already asking the important questions people shouldn't be asking. But they're so indoctrinated in that, bro. Everyone's fear is insane. Like, the fear of the sheriffs, the deputies for Sims is crazy, bro. Like, there's a line they won't cross, but they... Like they know who's in charge, and it's not the sheriff or you know whoever. It's judicial because well, yeah, well, it's even worse in the real world. Because I mean, it's even worse than the real world because you're locked in somewhere. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. You know, yeah, outside, you you can run away, you can move. People don't necessarily just come to where you're at. You know what I'm saying? You're in the silo, and you know this guy is pulling. You gotta watch what the hell you're doing, man. You want to miss him real quick. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of jumped out around a little there, but just episode recap wise so we we start with nichols with the hard drive she tries to open it in the nursing lab um won't work she can't because it it needs an authorization and that computer station doesn't have it so she gets called up by billings to the office because judicial's tearing their shit up (laughs) looking for you know the hard drive because sims has now by now talked uh to the patient i can't remember her name but so he knows she has the hard drive he knows the old sheriff held it there he's trying to find it so they're tearing stuff up yada yada billings knows the pack better than anyone there he's won the awards for knowing the pack uh-huh. so they go on and and basically he's like hey they broke a bunch of pack rules and he's like oh yeah nichols is a beast though she ain't playing no games she was like oh yeah okay come with me so they walk up into judicial and they arrest Sims for not following the pact and states the pact. And Sims is like, you serious right now? Because the dude is a straight up G. He ain't playing no games. Oh, man. So he was like, okay, all right. You're going to regret this, but all right. And then we start unraveling a lot of, a lot of the mystery of the hierarchy within the silo, who, why they fear, you know, Sims that much. And ultimately why the mayor what the hell is his name mayor. i suck with names i know with anything uh, i know the actor's name i just don't know that <laughs> the, the uh, character's uh, name i think it's bernard bernard is his, yeah so bernard's a mayor um which leads to what ray was talking about where you at that point in the episode you kind of feel like oh, okay you know this guy but even then you don't know if he's just reporting to sims you know or he's clearly involved but you don't know who to what extent um but once that's all revealed and bernard is the guy like i told you briefly here a couple minutes ago it makes sense why he's the guy it would make sense why the it person would be the main person yeah. You know, the, the keeper of information, the one that is able to see what is looked at, what isn't, what's unlocked, what isn't unlocked. Um, the doctoring of footage of people right, dying. Right, right, yeah. Like, any screens that would happen, any particular technology that's being used. Once that was said, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that makes the ton. Like, that, I can see why the founding, you know, members of the silo would be like, this is where, you know, that the power will be. Dude, it's so insane though. When her mom made that, uh, what was it? Um, a, t- a telescope or yeah, not the telescope, magnifying uh, glass? Yeah. Ma- um, no, but it's called something else when you look down. Um, not a telescope because telescope looks up, no, right? It's not or, a telescope. Uh, it's not a microscope either, though. Yeah, a yeah, similar concept. Microscope. Yeah, mic- yeah. And they it's like a magnifying it magnifier. 
I'm like, what the heck? Like, is that bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, per, a purple dude, she couldn't even make like. It's not like it was a damn uh, uh, iPod or something. You know. What I'm well, saying? we know but, we know magnifying glasses are illegal though because in previous episode, remember they were trying to find to read the writing on the hard drive, and there he was like, I don't have you know, you can't have them you know magnifier or whatever so we know it's a thing and why it's a thing probably for that right like being able to see little insignias on certain items or anything that might be written anywhere probably gets you thinking about other things i, I, I got you but she did it for like a, a good reason you know what i'm saying to like help her husband like who, you know who's a doctor or whatever you know what i'm saying like help and uh i don't know i, I, I get it honestly but i mean that's how crazy they were, man. And dude, the way she hit it when she had it like in different nah, that was, was that like, was fire. <laughs> she had it in plain. They would never found it. They would have never found it. There's no way they would have found it. I thought she had like in multiple pieces. Like she was taking it like two different. She did. Yeah. I was like, damn. She they would have never found it, bro. It was. <laughs> I was thinking even... to myself. I was like, oh, it's not even in the apartment. It can't be. In the... Like, what does she have hidden? This she came out like James Bond or something. Had like multiple. I mean, tubes. again, for more answers, so Bernard's in charge. Judicial reports to him. Basically, we mm-hmm. find out why Nichols doesn't like why he didn't why she didn't like her dad. Like what happened with her dad? Why her mom died? Um, a lot of answers this episode for sure. But it was interesting because her and her mom both believed her dad had snitched on her dog. You know, and it wasn't until they arrest Sims that well, she I mean, what, knew. What else, what, else, what else would you believe? Right. You know what yeah, I mean? They, they don't know nothing else. And the dads are real. And I'm like, man, no. <laughs> no. See, I wasn't no liar. Y'all been calling me a liar for 30 damn years. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even talk to me no more. Save it. Save it. So that's definitely interesting. Cameras, 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 cameras. No, two more episodes, man. Where is this gonna go? I'm oh yeah, Re- revolution, baby. It's got yeah. The the sparks of revolution are had, are turning. They had one before, yeah, and it was it started at the bottom. So the sparks, and I you could tell that it's turning because she was on her way to see her friend, um, whatever the uh, mechanical lady is at the bottom, but she never arrives because she tells her dad, "Hey, let what's her face? No, I'm coming." Um, and she gets the message and she starts looking at the time and she's like, she's not here yet, blah, blah, blah. But it basically, the episode ends with, well, what do we do now? And well, I did, well didn't that lady, and we got to see what's on a hard drive still, right? Only the old lady knows right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She, you could tell by her face that she was reading some shit. You know what I'm saying? But nobody else knows right now. So... And- What's that? What's that sickness called? Like, dude, she's so she's scared to leave her, her area. Oh yeah, you know she doesn't want to leave her area at all. I thought it was like glorophobia or something. It's it's a real thing. I've I've seen a couple movies on it, and that, that that's scary. Like, I, man, I I can feel for them them people. The biggest, no, for sure. I mean, imagine how long she's been in that room. You know, what I'm saying? like, it's just. It would be twenty insane years to leave. Like it would just be insane. Cause that girl, remember when she was like taught her talk about not giving up and stuff like that? She's like, You got some nerve talking about whatever. You've been locked in this room for 20 years. <laughs> she hasn't left that room in 20 years. Imagine sitting in your house for 20 years. Crazy. Crazy. 
dog, I would you you'd come visit me sooner or later, and I'm dead. <laughs> I'd be hung myself. Dude, that's insane. And it's not like the little house, something like that. It's like she didn't like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's a room. It's a room. That's all they know is that damn silo shit. Like, I couldn't live in no silos. I, I mean, mean they're born into it, right? Just, like, yeah, you're born yes, into it. It's all you know. Yeah. And then the biggest part of the episode is once they reveal Bernard is that dude, Sims is out of jail. The judicial's on top uh, looking at um Juliet on Nichols. And then they say, What's that? You want to go outside? <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're about to send her ass outside. Boy, what's that? You said you want to go outside? Oh, yep. I heard you heard that Sims, right? Yep. I heard it. Everybody else heard it. So now it's like six people saying she said she wanted to go outside and Billings ain't half believing it. Or Billings is believing it because Nichols is like, I'm not, I didn't say shit. He's lying. Yeah. And then. But why would he believe that after all the shit he's been finding I know, out? especially after he just saw that, you know, that Sims was on some BS. It doesn't make necessary. But again, this is what happens when you're indoctrinated. Like, it's, it, you, you're in it, boy. Like, this is what, everything that they do on a day-to-day basis revolves around the rules of the silo. There is no alternative, and there are massive consequences for going against it. So I, I I understand it, but it doesn't make it any less frustrating. And then Juliet's like, once you said, because dude has the illness or whatever, he's shaking. They yeah. get that in the oh, Yeah, I see the next couple of episodes him dying or something. Yeah, something's happening for sure. So, boy, once he starts shaking, she takes off running, grabs the bag, and just jumps off the side of the silo. And that's how it ends. And you're like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> Me and my girl were both like, that's how it's going to end. I, I know. Now you got to wait till Friday? Are you kidding me? Bro. I was pissed. Bro. Bro. The but... Next week's episode is going to be good. It's going to be good. Because now, week? even if a lot of action doesn't happen, because this one was the most action-packed episode so far like they were chasing her the whole time people getting beat up arrested um i think we take a step back from the action and next week is going to be what's on the hard drive what's below the water you know i'm saying like trying to figure out answering some more questions i was hoping that you know because that chick came and saw the old lady and she's like "Um, have you seen nichols she saw his beer like you know 30 minutes ago (sighs) you know i'm saying i'd have been cool to see her friend come to her aid or something like that and then we start you know yeah yeah start the revolution because wasn't and then bernard was talking about uh that generator don't run nothing or don't do nothing right something like that he's like um the we control everything up top or something like that right i mean they control everything the generator controls the electricity so he was saying something like it don't matter or something right i don't know i don't remember that part i'm confused i remember he was saying something to her about like like this stuff don't you know y'all don't matter this don't matter something like that i can't remember exactly what he was saying it was like two wait no it was his last episode because he finally came that he was the the dude but at the end of the day once they find out anything that's on that hard drive the rebellion the flames of rebellion will start but we're not going to see that this season dog great news is this week Apple renewed it for season two, so we know we're not watching it in vain. As soon as that came out, I sent it to my wife, and I was like, yes, this is what I needed to see. That's what's up. Season two is on the way, baby. 
We need this writer's strike to end. That shit's still going, ain't it? Yeah, I think. Let me check. I haven't heard too much about it, but I thought it was. Uh, writer's strike. Because that's what's been making all the movies shuffle. Dude, that's crazy that, like... <laughs> yeah, they're on. They're at day 50. <clears throat> what's crazy is that, like, big companies that could wipe their ass with the money these people are asking for are so greedy that it takes this long to fucking be like, all right, yeah, let's give them so, their money. It's so one of, the, one of the members on my team, um, he's actually my team lead, so he he was an aspiring actor, and he still does commercials. I got to send you this link. I'll find it. He used to do... You remember um, Punk'd? The WWE had a version of Punk. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, but yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I've seen an episode where like, John Cena popped out on some of that shit. Yeah, so he was on an episode where they were like punking Seth Rollins, bro. And he was what? the dude punking him. It was awesome. But he's done like plays and he helps coach people. So he's talking to me. He talks to us about it all the time. And he like does um, team activities for us that he learned during that time. They're usually pretty fun. Okay. So anyway, so we were talking about I don't know what the hell we we're talking about. We ended on this because all oh, we were talking about AI and the future of AI um, and how it's changing the way that we sell and how we need to adapt to it. Like just, you know, how the world is changing because of this new technology. And then he was talking, he equated it to after COVID, like before COVID, you had to go into audition for roles. Like you physically had to be there. It would take you hours to get there. It'd be like a five-minute audition. You leave. They'll be like, oh, we'll call you or we won't. He's like, now everything's on your phone. You just record your audition. You send it in, and then they give you feedback and let you know if you got it or not. So because he was talking about that, I mentioned the writer's strike. And he was like, you know what that's really about, right? And I was like, I mean, I assume they want more money. And he was like, well, he was like the money's a part of it, but it's not the important part. What they're fighting about, he says is AI, is the fact that you can use AI to make a script, to make a movie, and, like, cut them out of it completely. So they're trying to negotiate what the terms of that would look like. That's what the Writers Association's for, right? Like, otherwise, the more AI learns and can do it, the less of a job they're all going to have. Yeah, I see something um, along with the AI thing, not along the lines, but some guy was cooking and doing a cooking he asked AI to make him uh, um, a recipe. Boy, I wish you were here. On so I had to and get together cooked, on he Saturday. He cooked the recipe the computer made for him. That's yeah. crazy. So on Saturday we had a few of the fellows come over. Our first summertime get together, right? And get a chance to come through. But we're talking about AI, dude. The shit you can ask. Chat GPT's the best one. It's further along, but I think it's because more people use it. And it needs to be used so that it can learn. Yep. Like Google's Bard isn't as used. And you can ask it stuff and it gives you useful shit. Like I'll ask it to make me a script and it will do it. Um, it'll give me a format or an outline of things. But like if you ask it to do more complex things, it, it's kind of awful. But it's like version one. It takes time to learn. Chat GPT is like on Chat GPT 4 going on 5. Like it's learning. So... Nah, you can tell this thing so many crazy. Like you can say, I want you to create a eating plan where I only eat 2,000 calories a day and I want it to cost me under 200 bucks a week. And it will not only give you what to eat, 
you can have an Instacart add-on to ChatGPT and it'll order it for you, my guy. Uh, and you can do all that shit at one time, bro. And then you just order it through Instacart, gets to your door, and you just follow the plan. That's just a small example of, like, <laughs> it's just crazy, dog. It's so crazy. <laughs> Next thing you know, man, <laughs> AI's going to take over the drone. <laughs> There's going to be uh, skeleton metal men with laser guns. You going to see? Y'all going to see. I don't like it. So, I mean, obviously, like everyone, you got to take drastic measures when you feel like you're being underpaid. You either have a conversation mm-hmm. and see if they give you more money. You do it either individually as a group or you change jobs, right? Like, I am I feel underpaid, undervalued. I'm going to go upgrade, go somewhere else. So, I'm sure the writers want to cut. There's more money going around, right? So they want to cut, but this feels more alarming, right? Like if I can be replaced, that's more alarming than anything. Yeah, else. but I was reading it too. It's um, it's also more the streaming shit because you 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 got you got paid a lot more for syndication and movies. You know now it's a lot of streaming stuff, so the money ain't right there. So people, a lot of people have problems with the way they're getting paid from streaming programs and stuff too. It's very interesting. Fifty days is a long time. This is mo- this is moving a lot of shit. Like the last writer strikes we had killed TV shows, bro. There were shows we talked about this in the past. Yeah. Like this shit could kill a lot of the stuff going on. But I understand too. Hey, the writers got to get with it though too, because you got to understand, man. Times are changing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And when when change comes, you better be ready for the change. You know what I'm saying? Or or you know get get ran over or get left behind. You know what I'm saying? Because they got to understand like. You stream is different, you know. What I'm saying there's not as many commercials, you know what I'm saying. And then TV used to be like six, seven channels people would watch, you know what I'm saying. Like it ain't like that no more, you know. So y'all, y'all gotta get with it, you know what I'm saying. We got streaming services, we got AI now. We don't need y'all to write no scripts, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, like, you, what you need is a proofreader. It's crazy because like there's a gaming company. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. I have to search it, but. So like in January, they fired the majority of their writers. Like they, they have a website and they do reviews and create gaming articles, right? Like that's what their business is. So they turned, so they fired all these people and then they turned to AI to not only create the articles, but now it's pumping out like 200 articles at a time, like way faster than people would do it. And they have like just a couple of people that proofread them and kind of change because you have to like shape it. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. just post what it gives you, at least not yet. Um, and they're just humming along, bro, with like forty less people on their staff. <laughs> so just raking all that cash, in, whatever it is. <laughs> it's it's scary, dog. It is scary. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to see like that, that what has crazy. all been delayed. Uh, well, Blade, Blade, super delayed. There's uh, da, da, what has been impacted by the show so far. When That's was it supposed people, to? Thank God for Ryan Reynolds because Deadpool is going to come out six months earlier than it was supposed to because he don't worry about writers. He, <laughs> he he wrote he wrote the script. So hats off to Ryan Reynolds, man, and owning your own shit and doing your your own shit. So there are shows that oh, there are shows that made it. So like 
The Rings of Power season two. I never finished season one. Did you? I know you're a Lord of the Rings guy. Mm -hmm. I didn't finish oh, the first it. season. Loved it. Um, so that was already in in production, so they didn't have to worry about it. House of Dragons season two, the Game of Thrones spinoff is already going into production, so that it didn't affect them either. But um it has affected some other stuff. I guess Walking Dead interview with the vampire season two. I didn't even know that was a series. Uh, Abbott Elementary season three. My wife loves that show. It's a comedy. I've never watched it, but I've, she'd be dying laughing when she watches it. Mm -hmm. um, American Dad season 20. American Horror Story. Andor season two. That's a big one. Well, for dude, you, I, for I us heard nerds out here. Strike, Seth MacFarlane is gone. What do you mean? He's done. Like, yeah, he's stepping away from American Dad. Yeah, he's no, like everything. not doing it. I don't know, but um, what else is on here? Andor's big one. I think they're to keep going though. He don't own it. You know, he don't own it. No, he shit. doesn't. No, yeah. Billion season, final season, Blade. You mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else? <laughs> See, Blade's fucked, man, because they were already bouncing around. I know it writers. was bad. This yeah, might, no this might kill it. <laughs> they might have to recast Blade. It's taking too oh, long. He's getting pissed. Oh, uh, for sure. And then, and he, and see, I mean, I, I don't know how he is personally. It don't seem like he is that way, but you know, when you, cause he's get, he's been getting big time. You know what I'm saying? And he probably feeling like, Hey man, I ain't going to be fucked around here, you know, but also you don't want to lose that marble money. Cause you know, if you're in blade, you definitely you know, don't, they got some stuff coming down the line. You're going to be <laughs> yeah. in some other There's stuff. There's going to be a multiple, a multiple yeah. project contract. Um, speaking to that real quick before I finish this list. So, I think it was Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen, or maybe it was Brie Lawson. But one of the one of the two ladies said you shouldn't sign a long term deal Olsen. with Marvel. Yeah, I read that. So, like, you Man, should do... shut up. It makes sense though, because then you're limiting your earning potential. So, like, if you say, yeah. I'm going to sign a three movie deal. That's probably okay. But if they want you for nine movies, then the price tag is going to be different. Like if, if you're an up and coming actor, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Cause now you're going to, you're going to increase your, yeah, but Brian, your she, status. That's what but... I'm saying. Dude, she could save that shit because she was nobody. <laughs> Marvel movies made her. And then after you're made, but that's why she can say it. You want to talk shit. She's like, how, how no, she further? can't. Yes, no, she, she can. Because how so, further hey, could she be now? Hey, let's tell other people trying to come up, not do what I did to come up. Well, yeah, because now she's trying to she's trying to show you a a better way to make money. If how? I, how many movies was Elizabeth Olsen in? I don't know how many she's in. With that's what I'm with saying. But trying to show me a better way. What do you mean? You telling me not to take the route that you took? Yeah, because the fact of the matter is, I probably got paid. The amount that you would get paid if you do what I'm telling you to do for three movies for all of the 15 movies I was in. No, because dude, yes. she wasn't in shit. She wasn't doing shit. It doesn't matter because at the so end of the day, people that are like, doing shit if they get it's a your agent's shit, job to, to be like, what should you do? And that the fact no of the matter is, they take advantage of the younger actors for that purpose. I'm gonna give you a long that's not deal. taking advantage though they ain't doing shit it she is doing shit. it is taking advantage of them like say anthony mackie he's talking about marvel movies dude you weren't doing shit <laughs> you ain't shit Instead, it but still then, doesn't matter the marvel movies make you somebody then you talk down and say we should have done things different no yeah. you, when it comes to money you should do things you. different you should dude, there was, you shouldn't lock yourself shit? into a longer deal 
dog, there was nowhere. It doesn't up. matter, if, bro. No, if, <laughs> no, if you have things bubbling or you're getting into something, sure, don't do that. But if they give you a chance to sign for however many movies it is, do it because you ain't going to do nothing else. No, because it's different. So there's multiple layers to it. For one, if you sit, say it's a nine movie deal. I, I think Tom Holland's deal turned into like a nine movie deal. So when that happens until your first contract's over, you're basically sitting around waiting. Even if you blow up, you can't really do shit because you're at Marvel's beck and call. Whenever they need you to do something, you have to come Good. in. So the amount of money Elizabeth Olsen would have made compared to what Doing she what? did make Doing would what? have been higher. Doing what? Marvel movies. It doesn't even have to be any other movies. It literally could be with Marvel. You know what? As an no, agent. Yeah, but Marvel ain't going to do that. They would do it if everyone says this is what we're doing. Like, not everyone signs a super long multiple movie deal. Like, sometimes they don't even know what the story is going to be that far ahead in advance. So, like, that's what she's saying, and it makes total sense. It would be like if I said, I know what okay, you're saying. Huh? I know what you're saying. Yeah. But see, I mean, she, but she's but right. She sat in there and she was like, no, no, I don't want to sign a deal for one, uh, for all of them. Let's do it one movie at a yeah. time. They're like, they would be like, get out of here. We'll no, they anything. wouldn't do one movie at a time. And you probably couldn't get that done. But you can do, like, three movies at a time. Like, they have an overall plan for a character. But it's it's no different than corporations that you work for now. Like, this is why we continue to stay at the bottom. Like, you, if you don't know your worth or you can't see into the future of what you might be worth, they're just gonna keep taking advantage of you. That's that's all she's saying, right? Like if I sign a 10 movie deal <laughs> versus a five movie deal, then on my I, next five movie deal, I can have a better deal. I don't agree with it. It's just economics, my boy. Economics. No, no, that, that's wrong. Like, yes, yeah, sir. Classical <laughs> sense or anything else? Yeah, but this is the entertainment industry. You do you see the only people that are saying these kind of things are people that ain't 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 shit or weren't doing shit. Well, yeah, because the people that were doing shit would never sign those kind of deals. <laughs> this is what I'm like. What yeah, but okay, and, and, and all these people point. that did blew up off of this. The only other person that could even say anything was like uh, Robert Downey Jr. or, or Chris Pratt. Ne- Any of, of these other fucking dudes weren't doing nothing, had nothing going on, and now want to talk because Marvel made them superstars. None of them, because Chris Pratt was a TV actor, so that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, but no, but he, Chris, he was Chris he Evans going. Chris Evans, maybe, because he was making movies, but, I mean, I don't feel like he was a huge movie star. Yeah, Yeah, there were dumps of juice. Chris Hemsworth? Nobody. Yeah, I don't even remember anything he did prior to that. Yeah, when he he got cast as Thor, I didn't even know what the fuck he was. So, like, none of them. So, they all fall into that category. But Robert Downey Jr. was a drunk, bro. Like, Marvel saved his life. No, but I'm saying he's famous, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's all I mean. Like, he's... You know what I mean? He was already kind of somebody. I'm not saying he was at the time, but you know what I mean? Now, but people want to come out and talk after they're somebody. No. So, I mean, it. I think age plays into it, too. So, like, Tom Holland's a prime example. Like, when Tom Holland gets signed, he's still a teenager. Like, he only what signed you- with Sony initially, I would imagine. And then that branches out to Marvel. That makes more sense because he's an old gymnast. He wasn't really doing too much acting. But like, well, he might got paid more than anybody still too. <laughs> I mean, overall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, he does a lot of his stunts. That all plays into it. But the longer deal you get, 
the less unless you and you and marvel would never negotiate like royalties into someone's contract that isn't no. a somebody you know what i'm saying so like you have to try to get what you can get but anyway mm-hmm. side tangent aside cobra kai's final season um delayed daredevil born again delayed Damn. duster i don't even know what duster is the jj abrams hbo max series yeah i've been hearing about it delayed it's with the guy from Lost, Josh Holloway. Speaking of directors, Zack Snyder's new space movie, whatever, that shit looks pretty fire. It looks interesting. Euphoria, Evil Season 4. Have you been watching that show, Evil? No, but I want, we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. Someone told us about it. I was like, what? I, they're on Monday in their fourth season. Fourth season. We never even heard of it till last it. week. FBI's Most Wanted, Family Guy, Good Omens. A lot of shit, dude everything bro there's just so many delays <laughs> even like Seven, even like talk two. shows and stuff jeopardy the late night shows like all that stuff sound i know me and my girl was trying to watch jimmy fallon like two weeks ago or something and there, there's no new episodes We're like damn it outlander like what are you watching right now <laughs> all <laughs> the old stuff you know, shit that, that you haven't watched before. I finished My Hero Academia. Uh, Power Book them, 2. I was just telling some dudes on Call of Duty about uh, Silo. The like, list what? goes on and on, y'all. There's so much shit on here. Severance. I know you like Severance. I still yeah, haven't watched yeah, it, but I'm Severance. Too. Stranger Things Final Season. The Last of Us 2. Mandalorian. Dude, The Penguin. This is it's gonna be nuts, dog. Basically everything, everything. Oh yeah, delayed. the dog, the HBO Max show is supposed to be. That's supposed to be coming soon. Wonder Man delayed. Yellow Jacket season three delayed. Well, you could throw that Wonder Man movie in the trash. No one cares about him. Yeah, so that's a quite extensive list of shit that will not be coming out for the foreseeable future. And I feel like even when they do come back, like that initial ramp up is annoying. Like <laughs> some of the yeah. stuff is going to suck. Like it's just going to be just. We'll feel it more like towards the end of the year and next year, like when all this stuff is supposed to come out and everything just feels whack. Mm-hmm. You're going to get movies like the Justice League. <laughs> the Justice League. Well, Speaking uh, of the Justice League, so I want to take a second to talk about this. Ray hasn't seen The Flash yet, but he doesn't care about spoilers. So we're going to talk about it. So brace yourself. I'll ask you for feedback, obviously, because we talked about it already. But I do have a quite extensive list of uh, things that I want to talk about for The Flash. So let's just talk about what I liked about The Flash, because that's what I like to do. What we liked, what we disliked. So. I'll start by saying that I don't feel that the movie is a train wreck. Like, it's fun. It feels more marvelly, like lighter. Even though the story is not supposed to be light, but it feels kind of more comedic. Let's call it. It looks very so, bright. Yeah, brighter. <laughs> so the opening act um, is actually pretty cool. Like CGI aside they show how fast Barry is. Um, and I thought it was cool. So he 
spoilers, massive spoilers ahead, but he's ordering a sandwich and the dude's like, bro, you can't rush a good sandwich. So he's making a sandwich. So, so in a time the dude makes the sandwich or begins to make the sandwich, Barry's able to go from Star City where he is to Gotham, saves a bunch of babies and a nurse from falling from a skyscraper that's collapsing. Speeds to Batman and helps him get one of the Falcone family members that has like a um a toxic chemical weapon. Meets a cam, I won't tell you who there, but they meet someone else there. And he runs back to Central City, or yeah, to Central City, and his sandwich is barely getting done. <laughs> so, like, just just so you can comprehend, you know, like how fast. The fastest man alive truly is. Yeah, he means Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Like the scene of Pull rescuing, um, the scene of rescuing the stuff was cool. Like he rescues some babies, a dog, and again, showing the speed and the planning. It shows how smart he is. He does certain things to put things into place so that he can then do it all at one time. Again, in super fast motion. We'll get to how that looks in a second. Michael Keaton. Doesn't meet a he doesn't may, miss a beat in this movie as Batman died. By far the best part of the movie in a flash movie, Batman is the best part of the movie. I mean, Batman takes over most movies, but there's supposed to be a flash story. All he does, <laughs> all he does, all he does is win, baby. That's it. Um as the Miller's a loser anyway, so by far the best part of the movie. I love that. He was the best part of the movie, but I also kind of hate it because it's supposed to be a Flash movie. But he killed it. At the end of this movie, there's so many scenes with him in it. So for both me and Ray, uh, we believe that Ben Affleck's Batman was a more legit interpretation of who Batman is as as a skilled fighter. Um, Just the brutality of it. Tactician. They do a really good job in this movie showing Mac Michael Keaton's version. Like, it's, it's fire. Like, I might go as far as saying that Keaton's Batman is now, like, my favorite version fighting of Batman, which is insane. Because <laughs> Ben Affleck's Batman was amazing. I, I will say Affleck's Batman still feels more brutal because he feels meaner. But overall, the stuff that they had Michael Keaton's Batman do was absolutely fire. So legit Batman shit. Legit. Legit. Um, Sasha Kaye as Supergirl murdered it. Like, she's not in the movie a lot, because by the time they get her, like we're halfway through the movie. And then she's kind of around for the climax. But she's a badass. They show her strength really well. And more importantly, she's nothing like Clark. <laughs> Like, oh no, her anger is in full display. Like, when Zod tells her that he killed Clark as a baby, she is pissed and just she's no match for them because there's more of them than, than her. But it shows you, like, the CW Kara was too nice, like, she is just oh, too nice. Terrible. This, this supergirl. So much so that she's saying she's in talks with DC to continue being Supergirl, which is cool. Um, but that being so different from Clark is important. That's a part of the character. And I thought yeah. they murdered that. 
Yeah, because you don't need two Supermen. Oh, why would I need somebody that's a goody two shoes, you know, mm-hmm. overpowered? Yeah, car, car don't hold back. No, no, she's she's something else. Young Barry. Barry was cool. So we get two berries. Everyone knew that was gonna happen. You get the berry that we know, the twitchy one that's super annoying, not a fan of. But young Barry grew up with both of his parents because our Barry saves his mom, yada yada. So that Barry is slightly less annoying. He's not twitchy. He's more social. He has friends. He feels more like Barry Allen, not like a someone that's been seclused and doesn't talk to nobody. A um, lot of energy. No patience, which, as you can imagine, will play a big role in the movie. But it gives you an opportunity to feel like older Barry is more mature and experienced. And you kind of get that feeling, which I thought was cool. Uh, I was, how do you say, do you say cameos? Do you say camos? Like what, yeah, what's cameo, the proper cameo? So die, the multiverse at the climax of the movie is pretty cool. They show it different. They show kind of like different worlds and within the speed force, like you can see them in at a distance. Um, okay. But it's cool. You see basically all the Superman CGI though, right? They're not like Henry Cavill's not in the movie. It's just a CGI version of him, his likeness. Yeah. Um, you see, this is not a spoiler because they talked about it, but you see Nick Cage as Superman. <laughs> um, you see all the supergirls, you see Jay Garrett. Um, it was cool. It was cool to see all of that. Like the world's kind of coming together, all the Batmans, you know, as they're living and fighting in their worlds. So what was one of the other Batman you were telling me? You, you want to tell me? Oh, so at the end, so Barry realizes he can't save his mom, right? So the main villain is the Dark Flash. It's Barry in the future that's been going back in time over and over and over trying to save not only save his mom, but also make sure no one else dies in the process from the Justice League, for example. That's what it's supposed to be. So he ends up having to fight himself which whatever missed opportunity. I'll get into that in a second. Stupid. So the dark flash is, is kind of the villain, but he's in the movie for like three minutes, which is weird. Um, so when he decides like, Oh yeah, you know, we can't do this, right. We have to go back and change it. Like not let, well, we have to go back and let her die. So then she goes and that happens, but he does change something. Because when it's his dad's trial and he's trying to exonerate his dad. So instead of saving his mom, he makes his dad look up so that his face is on a camera to give him an alibi. But it's the butterfly effect, right? Like you change something, something else is going to change. So that slight change changed the world he came back to. And the change that we did see was, (laughs) you're going to love this. So the change that we did see is when he gets back, he gets a call from Bruce and Bruce is like, hey, congratulations. So he's like, hey, I'm pulling up. Let's chat. So he pulls up and reporters are swarming the car. This should kind of give it away. More playboy aspect of it. Bruce gets out the car. Walks up to him. Who is it? I don't know. George Clooney. (laughs) (laughs) Batman and Robin, Batman. 
has entered the building. Um, That's cool, though. I like and it. then he was like, you're not Bruce? And he's like, Barry, what are you talking about? With that big-ass smile. He, you know, he's the <laughs> yeah. more playboy Batman. And that's kind of how it ends. There's an after credit scene. Um, I thought it was cool. What I didn't like, Ezra Miller, we never really liked him. I, I, I was hopeful for him at the beginning because he's a huge fan of the content. Like, he was like, I'm a huge Flash fan. And when, when that happens, typically you feel the heart in it and it goes well. See Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. But I just can't stand him, dog. First off, he's a grimy human being. He's over here doing shit that he shouldn't be doing. I don't like his version of Barry. He's too twitchy, too much of a loner. I get you have to make it different, but it just felt, it never felt real. It felt weird. And then mainly his running annoys me. Like he still has to get set to run. And it is a, it's a creative decision to do that. It's like they do it on purpose. And I know they've talked about it, but I know that it's on purpose because one, they make fun of it in a movie when he loses his speed. He's trying to run and he's doing that without the graphics. And I'm like, that's how you fucking run with them. Like I said that out loud. People are laughing at the movie theaters. Like it's awful. But young Barry doesn't do that. Young Barry just runs. He doesn't set up, which weird. But the decision to make him Hispanic. Why are we make again? Like we've talked about diversity over and over. It feels like weekly. Barry Allen is not Hispanic. Nor does he need to be Hispanic. It doesn't really make sense. I get Ezra Miller ain't Hispanic. <laughs> I get that we don't like whatever universe the DCU is and probably isn't the main universe, right? Like it's just like Marvel. It's an alternate and you can do whatever you want, but it's just not necessary. Like Blue Beetle's coming. We have some representation already in the DCU or the future DCU. Like I feel like it's just a cheap addition of diversity. It does, you didn't need to do that, which is weird. And again, he's a piece of shit in general. The CGI is the most interesting part of this because it was supposedly the director says they did it on purpose. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> so there, it probably is a lot. But so the reason he, so it's awful. The CGI is, is not great. Um, especially the scene. I like the scene that I told you at the beginning with the babies, the dog, and a nurse. It was a cool scene, but the CGI is still bad. Like, it looked bad. But the scene itself worked. Um, but he claims that they wanted to show us when Barry's moving at high speeds, the world looks different to him. So they wanted to show us what the world looked like to Barry. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the world looked awful to Barry Lucky when he's shit. <laughs> Not a good world. Ever. Not a good world. And then finally, the story, man. You know, like, even if you don't watch the comic books and you watch just the animated movies, like, if you're not reading comic books or you don't know the Flash story or Flashpoint in general, this is supposed to be the... One of, if not the most epic Flash storyline, right? Like, the scale and magnitude of Flashpoint is insane. Like, we talk about the butterfly effect. In the movie, they explain the multiverse in a different way than you've seen it explained. Uh, Bruce throws some spaghetti into a bow, and he was like, basically, each one of these strands is a version of reality. So, like... Some of them are parallel to each other. Some of them intersect. Some of them never intersect. 
So when they intersect, that means that there are moments or people that are the same. So it's just like a convoluted. It was a cool explanation. Something new. Right. I like I like that, too. But. In the story, like, there's just so much potential. <laughs> so just go watch Flashpoint Paradox if you don't want to read any comic books. But ultimately, Barry saves his mom and changes the past so much that the future is so fucked up that an entire timeline can no longer exist because of his changes. So in this movie, he goes back to save his mom and we never see who killed his mom. Never talked about, never seen. Like it's just not even, it's not even in the story. Dog. He saves her by putting a can of tomatoes that she forgot in her at the grocery store so his dad never leaves and she doesn't die but we don't get to see the reverse flash it's not mentioned who kills his mom <laughs> like it's oh. just it's just nothing it's just it was nothing i don't want to see this movie anymore so as so like love michael keaton i I love him. It like the movie that Batman is just phenomenal. But like in the story, you see, you know, Thomas Wayne is there. You don't see Batman. You see Thomas Wayne's version of Batman. Um, Cyborg is working for the government. Like the Amazonians and the and the um, Atlanteans. Atlanteans are, are going to war. Like the scope of this story is insane. Like the world is falling apart because Barry Allen. Wanted to save his mom. You don't get none of that. Like, none of it. He saves his mom. He's starting to run back. Dark Flash pushes him out. And then now it turns into a story of the Kryptonians are here looking for Kara because they've already killed Clark. And then that's basically it. They realize they can't beat the Kryptonians without Superman. So he tries to go back into the past to not save his mom anymore. It just, it was a speck of what this should have been. Sounds awful. And it annoys the hell out of me. So at the end of the day, like. stupid plot. (laughs) movie sucks. I won't say it sucks. I think, like, if you don't know the source material or if you're not invested in the Flash or know what Flashpoints is, you'll probably watch it and be like, this movie's cool. It's a fun, definitely not the best superhero movie ever made. I don't know who they ever have. Whoever the hell said that was on some real good shit watching this movie. <laughs> but you will like it if you are a casual movie fan or only watch movies for superheroes. I think you would you would probably give this movie a seven or an eight. I think that would be valid. I give it a five or a six. <laughs> so like that's just where I'm at. But a lot of it has to do knowing how much they left out and how much they messed this movie up. So Dude, that's why I like <sighs> so okay, let's let's name um let's say I'm trying to think something. Um uh a plastic man. Take all the liberties in the world you want. <laughs> right, yeah, like a but smaller hero. Some people you can't take liberties with. <laughs> and Flash is one of them, man. And now that I'm taking my head, I'm probably, I'm not gonna see this movie until I could like rent it on the TV. I think it's gonna be. I because honestly dude, think it's going go to be rentable and like 
less than a couple of weeks because it's doing horrible. It's doing horrible. I'm gonna go on a rant for a second, man. Ezra Miller's trash is flash. DC's trash for uh casting is flash. DC's trash for keeping him is a flash, and DC's trash for ruining the flash. Okay, the flash is not some creep weirdo kid who don't have friends, not some emo twitchy loser. Okay, he's a forensic cop who works at the police, talks to people all the time, and who's awesome. At, at being the Flash, and he don't go like this every time he's about to run. So bad, so stupid. And th- what don't make sense to me? He, he moves that fast, but you gotta get in a, a racing stance. Dog, when Flash wants to move, you don't see him. Phew, huh, he's gone. This motherfucker. Like what? <laughs> I don't want to see the movie. And then, like you said, they make dark, dark Flash and him fighting himself. Where, where are you guys getting this shit from, man? Like. No, you got a you got a, a reasonable, dope, bad guy. Eater Barthon. He, he hates the Flash and wants to ruin his life forever. That's forever. his main goal to ruin his life until the day he's dead. And you couldn't put him in the movie for three minutes, but you make this bullshit up. So we got to see three terrible actors. You got to see this not acting three times. You, so you got to loop. The Dark Flash is older. He's been doing it for decades, like running in the same, trying to basically in this time loop for decades. So when you see him and his mask falls off, he's like a 70 year old Ezra Miller. <laughs> so it's interesting, but whatever. <laughs> Y'all put trash on the screen three times in one movie. That is insane. I mean, it's doing horrible. I don't. I feel like the audience score is pretty high because of what I said, right? If you're a casual fan, you pro- it's a fun summer movie. Like it's light. It should the story shouldn't be light, but it is, which is another negative. Um, so if you watched it, you might have liked it a lot compared to me watching it. And I was like, eh, um, not a great movie. But looking forward, I hope we are done with this stuff. But I don't know, Ray, because um. Gail Gadot saying she's in talks to come back now. After a couple of days ago, she says she wasn't. Jason well, Momoa. Jason Momoa's in the end credit to the movie. Um, as oh, one okay. of those Nexus points. So like James Gunn just came out. Aquaman, he's gone. He's done. So he is in the end, end credit. <laughs> and as an explanation, basically, no so because they're crossing points that are things that happen no matter what universe in, they basically said that. Aquaman is the same person no matter what universe they're in. So we'll see if they keep Aquaman. No, no, he's out. Um, did you, you did you read what um, James Gunn put out the thing? It was today or yesterday? No. He said uh, the Flash, like this Flash, um, Aquaman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, and like uh, say George Clooney. They're not they're not DCU. They're yeah. a different universe. So that's yeah. he's saying Aquaman. He's done. Aquaman's done. Well, yeah, because I think. They want him to play Lobo. But anyways, um, I hope it's all done. I don't want, like, I love Gail Gadot's Wonder Woman. I think she's amazing. Wonder Woman 3 flopped, or 2. It was 2. That movie flopped hard as hell. Hey, that was because of the damn director. <laughs> I don't know what um, the hell she was doing. And this movie's flopping. It's it's a it's gonna lose it's gonna lose them like three hundred million dollars. It's like at one hundred and thirty million or whatever for the weekend. It was a long weekend. Yesterday was a holiday. Um, and they made nothing. And there's no hype. There's no there's no real hype. So people aren't gonna go watch it. So 
They'll probably lose three hundred million on the movie. Hopefully, a lot that's of enough to boy- not bring a lot of people are boycotting as a villain too. They should. Got yeah, rid- I think that's the main reason. I they should got rid of him. I think the main reason is because of Ezra Miller. They and Warner Brothers has done the job. They don't use them to promote the movie. They don't let them talk to people. Like he don't really do interviews. Like even at the red He's carpet, straight up weirdo. At the red carpet premiere, he had like a a person with him that was like basically there to control him. It looked like like she would like look at him. It was like super awkward. So hopefully, that's it. I mean, James Gunn said, this is, I told Ray this because I don't really understand it, but he said, Blue Beetle's the first character of the new DCU, but it's not the first movie. Superman Legacy will be the first movie. So I don't know if at the end of Blue Beetle, we're going to get some multiverse shenanigans where he's like moving to the real, you know, the the mainland DCU at the end of it or something. But no, I think what he meant by that is, Blue Beetle's all well and fine, but that movie was started before he came along. Now, everything that comes out afterwards, he's going to oversee, double check, and ain't going to come out unless he says it's good. I think that's what he means. I don't know. I don't know how you'd like mix it in without explaining it, but we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. Blue Beetle comes out in August. Well, so he's, I'm super in for that. Yeah, it's easy. He's there. He's saying, hey, this guy's here. He's a part of it, but everything going forward is gonna be a little different you know what i'm saying but he's just letting people know that hey he's gonna be around you know what i'm saying especially if you do a young justice movie gotta have a blue beetle baby dog so we'll see um but yeah that's my uh my review of the movie and ray's take on without watching it on what his feelings are just wanted to get that kind of through you know and uh have a conversation because i know i talked to a couple of you guys and said we would talk about on a podcast. Uh, so there you how are. Do you help That's him, the how do you help him get his powers back? Uh, similar. So similar to the story. So Bruce okay. Bruce yeah, they, puts him in a chair. Him? Yeah, they electrocute him. There's a storm. It's always I raining. Was start, like, the first time he fried his Oh, ass. he fucked him up. It happens. <laughs> it happens. So he's on a chair. He gets electrocuted the first time with a bat kite. And it really fucks him up, but it doesn't give him his powers. And he's like, again. And then Bruce is like, the circuit board is fried. I can't. And then Supergirl shows up, uh, picks him up, flies into the sky, into the clouds, and then lightning strikes him in the sky. And then that's how he gets it back. Oh, that seems pretty dope. It was cool. It was cool. Because people don't know, Mary Ellen Hills. So... That burning wouldn't be too bad if he got his powers back. <laughs> it was bad the first time. Then, obviously, when he gets it, it all heals away, and he looks normal. So, mm-hmm. that was cool. There, as anything that Batman's scene was in was fire. So, <laughs> thank God he's in a lot of it. So, like, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of flying around. You see a lot of the um, vehicles. You see the Batmobile. You see the, you know, the plane, and they use it frequently. So... I don't know. I just want to know who we're going to get to be the new Flash. James Gunn says the auditions for Superman are going really good. So... Yeah, so good he hasn't picked one yet. My biggest fear is, again, like, going the diversity route when it's not needed. Like... Hey, but James, James Gunn don't do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
He does. I'm I'm scared of it because it's just one of those things, dog. And it sounds like we're minorities, y'all. So like if we're talking about it, it's not, you know, like coming from a racist side of the world. It's coming from create a new character or use a character. <laughs> like it's a it's a different conversation, but still yeah. holds holds that weight. <clears throat> I don't know. Um I, I we just have a common understanding of some things. And some people can't think outside their own box or how they were raised or brought up, but it is different from us. You know what I'm saying? I have empathy in every every direction and category and stuff like that. And when, when they do dumb shit like that, it, it just don't make no sense. I'm trying to see who we can get as the Flash. Who could be the hey, next see, Flash? Uh, James Gunn is doing a Peacemaker uh, season two. He said right after he's doing Superman, Peacekeeper 2 is what he's working on. Sweet. I love that show. That show's fire. As Peacekeeper was fire. Big ups to John Cena. Hey, big up to Chris Hemsworth, man, because he's a damn nobody when he ain't Thor, and these Extraction movies are taking off. He's, I think he just <laughs> Extraction he Two is dope. No, he's about to do a third one. Yeah, man. it hey, is. So big ups to him, man. Did you see the second one, or did you see any of them? I didn't see none of them. So I'm just giving him props for them things being decent or, or good. They're fun. Three of them. The action is cool. The action in the second one, dog, like the size Thor. The Nobody kills, nothing. The kills in the second movie are fire, bro. I see. I see him kill a dude in the first movie. Like I didn't for a little bit. I want to watch it though. I it's like so good. There's a multiple times when I was like, oh, <laughs> like just those Dang. those pop those pop kills. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Oh, it was fun. Speaking of pop kills, the Craven trailer, y'all. Have you guys seen it? We did. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was. I think, like I said, like right away, like I was excited because I'm a big Craven fan. Uh, obviously, I, I know the material and again, stuff like that. Like people weren't big on Black Adam. I love Black Adam just because I love him, and he finally got something. I would never in my million years think that Black Adam would have a movie. Same thing with Craven. I was like, when they, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, they're bullshitting. They ain't gonna be no Craven movie. <clears throat> and now there is, and it's done. And it's, I mean. So let's we'll go with this. I haven't seen the movie yet. Watch the trailer. Look wise, it looks beautiful. Um, it looks good. Uh, the origin story. Mm, I wanna, ooh, the first the first couple <laughs> seconds of that trailer, I was like, mm, ah, mm. I was about to, hey, I was about to turn that shit off. This <laughs> got attacked by a lion, and the lion's blood gives fell them. into a cut in his body and gave him animal powers. Boy, <laughs> you can almost throw that fucking movie out the window right now. When like, I sent is, it to you, I was like, I can't wait to hear Ray's take on this. I yo, cannot that, that, so wait. Right there for, that, hey, that part of the trailer was god-awful. And <laughs> even when I go see that movie, because I love Kramer, so I'm going to see it. I'm going to sigh or say something, because that is so stupid. So, Oh, and that blood, when it was going down and going, that CGI, whatever the fuck. That shit, the idea is stupid. The scene looks stupid, <laughs> and I haven't even seen the movie yet. That's my take on that. That's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but then, so Craven also has an accent. He don't have an accent. His dad has his, an accent. His dad has the, that, the right accent. Who? 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 Yo, that's what I'm saying, man. The liberties, dog. Why, why is it so hard to make him have an accent? But they're like, hey, guess wait. You, get, you don't have to have an accent. We'll give his dad the accent. What kind of backwards... Shit, I don't understand like these days with these with these movies, especially with Sony. When I heard they were doing it, I was like, oh well, fuck it. 
trash can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right along with Morbius. I bought Venom and Venom too. There for what they are, it they they stink. But um, I digress. <laughs> I never even seen Morbius. Not gonna see that ever in my life. But Craven, I even if I think it's gonna be bad, I gotta see it because I, I love Craven so much. But everything else, after he got his powers and stuff like that, seemed legit. You know, no, because... the scenes look cool, like how he's running, like doing his running on the wall. Up. Yeah, messing with the poachers, like the kills look crazy. Yeah, see, I mean, they're anti hearing them out. I just feel like so we, we talked about it right when I texted you about it initially. But uh, Zach is a huge Spider Man fan, so anything Spider Man, he's like super into it. So he texted me, he's like, You see the trailer? And I was like, Yeah, so he like Spider Man Venom, like that's his shit. So he's watched all of it. He hates Morbius, like we talked about that too. So he texted me. He was like, I'll give it a shot because he's tied to my favorite Spider-Man. But if they fucking Morbius this shit, I'm starting a petition to have Sony give the rights back to Marvel. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I was dying laughing. And then he was like, it looks cool. He was like, but they, they're trying to anti-hero him. It just, it feels off. Dude, my thing is that the blood from the lion's gonna play a bigger role than we wanted to, like, because there's other scenes where he's using animals to, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but he used like an eagle or something to find someone. Like they closed in on his eye, and then you see the eagle, and the eagle's finding the person that he needs to find. And I, I don't know, dog. Yeah, I don't remember having those kind of powers. I don't know, dog. But to see the um, <clears throat> this is what I be saying though, like, Spider Man makes really strong people look like shit. Because technically, Craven's a beast, or mm -hmm. Doctor Octopus, Green Goblin, any of these, any, any of these villains, say whoever you're a fan of would probably watch your favorite superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they're they're nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like Craven has he's super strong, super fast, animal instincts, stuff like that. And Spider Man makes him look like a bum nine times out of ten, but he's actually very powerful. His, his move sets are dope. Like uh, that's why I really like Craven. But that's what I'm saying. Spider-Man on a daily basis. That's why his his villains don't get a lot of shine or have their own things because when you put them up against them, they don't, you know, it don't look too hot. You know what I'm saying? But that's why, I, like I said, when they were talking about Morbius and Craven and Venom coming out, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm happy these guys individually get their shine and you yeah. can see who they really are. And Sony's diarrhea shitting on all of them. <laughs> It's terrible. Morbius is a cool character, deserves to be out there. He's done. You'll never see him again. And now they're about to do the same thing to Craven. They, what Sony is doing is shooting out characters and I'm pretty much ending them for whatever reason they're doing. Well, I don't know how they want to do. I watched that movie. They stink. Both of them. The second one more than the first one stinks. <laughs> Like, who are fans of these movies, man? And and then people tell me they're a fan of Venom and tell me they like these movies. You're not. And you, you Dude, probably stink as well. These movies suck. The whole Carnage thing was awful, bro. Oh, my God. Dude. It was awful. And you need PG-13 Carnage? Dude, I, think that's what, I think that's what made the movie suck. Like, Sony if it was rated movie. R, they would have been changing it. Sony as a movie, movie company should be shut down. Shut down. <laughs> 
Fox, you too. Fox, Fox too. You destroyed <laughs> I mean, Fox is done. Disney owns Fox. And, dude, Sony is single-handedly washing the Sinister Six down down the drain. Yeah, they are. And then he showed right at the end, and like it was like morphing onto his arm. The second most popular superhero in the world, make arguably the first, and you're just killing it. Well, he's doing <laughs> fine because you. You can't but he's doing fine Spider-Man. because of Marvel. Oh, huh? I mean, he's doing fine because of Marvel. No, no, Spider-Man is the most famous superhero, I think, in the world. Yeah, so between him and Batman, it depends. But, like, I'm talking about because he's up there, right, either first or second, whichever you want to subscribe to. Yeah. Like, you're killing his gallery of rogues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it does. it's just wild. And the only reason, Sp- I mean... Amazing Spider-Man didn't do well. I I I personally like Andrew. You know why? Because but... they trashed the villain. <laughs> yeah, Electro was a superhero not great. movie. Ain't good unless the villains are good. You murdered Hobgoblin, and then you you killed Electro. You threw them both in the trash, and then Rhino. I'm not even speaking. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. So Lizard was cool. Lizard was cool. I I, I like what you did there. I mean, even without. Without Marvel's inclusion of Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and the MCU, I don't know where we're at with with those franchises, dog. I don't know where Spider-Man's at without that. And like, Mysterio, least... they, they snapped with Mysterio <clears throat> using the camera thing and stuff. No, that was that... I, did not, I did not know where they were going no, with that. No, no, no. It was cool, though. That was really cool. I don't know, Hey, where are, we at, where are we at on time? My daughter's calling me. I gotta it's all good. It it's all good. All right, y'all. So we'll leave it at that. Ray has uh, parental duties to do. So thanks for stopping by. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you are new to the channel, you've been checking us out. One of my videos blew up, so you might be listening for the first time. Hey, I want to give I'm gonna give my boy Brian some love because <laughs> um, just so you guys know, like um, without without Brian, none of this would be possible. I suck at all this shit, and and he's been working his ass off to learn new things and do new things. So I just want to give him props, man. Like he's, he, he's busting his ass. He goes to work every fucking day and he comes home and works more. So I just want to give him props and let him know that. Like, I, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, dog. So, so again, we appreciate you, you guys. Cause yep. we love doing this and um, shoot. And man, a, a, every little thing to us is, is very exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, We'll have 200 followers. It'll be 204. I'll text Brian if I see you first. He'll text me. I'm like, dude, every little. So it all counts, man. Every like, every comment, dude, you know, it makes us feel great. Just so you know. So, like, let's keep sharing. Let's keep watching. And, yeah, man, appreciate it. Thank you. Hit that subscribe, y'all. Stay, Stay nerdy. nerdy baby. See ya.